Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co-director of Charts at Billboard. Joining me, as always, is Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital, Katie Atkinson. Hello, Katie. Oh, hey, Keith. Coming up today on the show, we've got must-hear music with Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital, Joe Lynch. There's a couple of Deputy Editor Digitals Indeed. running around. I think they're exactly two. They're and just it's two. Me and it's Joe Lynch. It's, it's, it's like me and Gary Trust. We're exactly. both co-directors of charts. Co, our co's. Why are you not co-Deputy Editor? Oh, that just seems it's like a lot, lot, too many words. Too many, too many words. syllables. Well, anyways, uh, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, titles at Billboard, Mm -hmm. fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we've got must-hear music. Joe and the team will be chatting about the new lavish reissue of Prince and the Revolution's Purple Rain album and more, so stay tuned. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on iTunes so you won't miss an episode, and give us a rating or review while you're at it. If you have any questions for us, feel free to tweet us at Keith underscore Caulfield or at KT Atkinson. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit iTunes.com slash Billboard Podcasts. Um, you know, I think we have actually mentioned this before on an earlier Pop Shop podcast, um, but the Purple Rain reissue was actually overseen by Prince, um, at least in part. Its reissue was announced before he died, actually back in April of 2014. And at the time, the reissue was slated to come out in time for the 30th anniversary of the album and the movie, Purple Rain. But it didn't quite make that anniversary, did it? Not quite. Uh, the album originally came out in June of 1984, and the movie... I. I think came out like maybe five or six weeks later in July of 84. So it would appear that the reissue got put on the back burner while Prince worked on his then upcoming albums, Plectrum Electrum and Art Official Age. Hmm. Well, now that the Purple Rain reissue has finally arrived in time for its 33rd anniversary, let's hear what Joe and the team have to say about this classic number one album here on Must Hear Music. Hello and welcome to the Must Hear Music Podcast. My name is Joe Lynch and I'm sitting here with Lindsay Havens. Hello. And Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? How are you guys doing? I've got a bug bites on my leg. I'm Ooh, scratching my that leg. That time of year. Yeah. That's what happens when you move out of the city. No bug bites in New York, but <laughs> welcome out to in Nutley. Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I was in uh, I was in Boston this past weekend, ah. uh, shooting off like fireworks and stuff. Nice. So, it's fun. Not by myself with <laughs> Mm-hmm. With family members. At people? Or? We can't verify At the, <laughs> Just walking down the street, <laughs> any passerby. Got a, a face full of firework. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Uh, well, I had a pretty good weekend. Thanks for asking. Uh, it was New York Pride, and oh, my great. favorite on the season of Drag Race won. Sasha oh, wow. So okay. Couldn't be more excited. Very happy wow. for you. Um, happy for her, really. Congrats, yeah. Sasha. I can't believe that she won. I know you can't. Yeah, you were betting against her, and I told I know. you. I was you watch? Surprised. I didn't know that. Yeah, every day. He's never seen <laughs> Every <that>. single day. <laughs> um, all right. Well, the other really exciting thing that happened on last Friday uh, was... Transformers the, the Last Night. <laughs> oh, that's actually... Actually, I was, when I was a child, the, the animated movie I absolutely loved. Really? Um, I've never big, seen big a big fan of it. I've never seen a minute of any Transformers movie. 
They're kind of awful, yeah. the new ones, I think. But some people like them. Some people do. Our, our friend Trish likes them. Shout out to Trish. Mm-hmm. Loves Transformers. Movie. She's she's big yeah, into she it. Yeah, she. Do- I don't know much about her, but I know she loves them, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I know she's seen them all multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> kind of disgusting, but um. Anyways, music. Aside from that, so. Um, I'm a big Prince fan. Of course. Uh, as, you know, anyone who is on the planet knows, uh, Prince tragically died, which is the worst thing that ever happened. Yeah. But, um, this last week we got the first, uh, he was very, I guess, mysterious and secretive both in life and music. So, um, throughout the course of his creative career, he never really gave people, um, you know, this goes from either journalists or documentaries or whatever, a peek into his creative process. Um, so after he died, like this allowed basically for the first time for his, you know, surviving, uh, family members and, you know, whoever else has the the rights to all that stuff to, he has a literal vault in his basement to yep. crack into that. Uh, and even though he never shared any of this, like behind the scenes or unreleased songs, he like meticulously kept, uh, all the recordings yep. and he was a very prolific guy. So what we have anyway so i'll just cut forward so the purple rain deluxe edition came out uh it's a three disc version disc one is a remastered album which sounds great third disc is b-sides and some extended versions that were on like various vinyl releases back in the day i think all of that was previously released but all of the second disc is previously unreleased stuff Mm -hmm. so it's about an hour of new prince music um it's absolutely incredible i listened to it like five times one after the other it's just like it's basically, like, in a lot of ways, a new Prince album from his, like, creative peak of, like, 83 and 84. Um, it's not, like, demos or anything. Like, it's not. this isn't one of those things where it's, like, oh, here's an alternate mix version, and you listen to it, and you're, like, I guess that sounds sort of different. This is, at least, yeah, sort of, like, finished. entirely, like, finished, produced. Like, there's strings. There's The mixing is done, like, meticulously. Um, it's just incredible stuff. So the one ones I want to talk about are... Uh, Our Destiny slash Roadhouse Garden. Yeah. Uh, which is a really lovely, beautiful song. Uh, what did you guys, did you guys listen to that one? It reminded me of Baby I'm a Star a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just in terms of, you know, the whole tempo and, and the way it's arranged. Um, my my question, just kind of zooming out from from these songs, like, does any part of, of you feel icky while listening to them? Because clearly Prince didn't want them out. Um... I feel like that a little bit. Part of me, yeah, and I I wrote, we have a thing called Album of the Week now, and I wrote a little bit, vaguely touched on that. It is a little odd. Like, there's no denying, like, if he hadn't died, we wouldn't have this right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That being said, these aren't things that he never wanted released. It's just that he hadn't released them. In fact, in 1998, I think, he, so Roadhouse Garden was this unreleased album. So it's uh, albums, or excuse me, songs he recorded with the revolution mm-hmm. in the 80s. And then around 98, 99, he announced that he was going to release these songs as an album called Roadhouse Garden, including yep. the song. Um, and then for whatever reason, he changed his mind and didn't release it. Mm-hmm. And he had always kind of talked about these things getting released eventually, just for whatever reason, he, n- he didn't get around to it. So it's not so much that these are like like publishing someone's journals. It's not like these were like diaries he never wanted people to see. These were things he was probably going to release at some point, but just never ended up doing that. Yep. So it's not super creepy, but I agree. It's, I mean, it's odd, I would say. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's super creepy. It's kind of like when, uh, <laughs> it's definitely better when than when Michael Jackson passed away. Do you remember the, the album that came out after that? Yes. 
with Akon and 50 Cent and it was called Michael right. and it came out uh, about a year and change after he passed away and it was not very good and then they made Escape a couple of years mm-hmm. later and that was actually pretty good but uh, yeah I mean this is not the case of like someone dies and they take like a couple half finished songs featuring and, you know, Akon and throw Akon on them or... that... <laughs> <laughs> Purple Rain featuring Akon have you heard that version right oh. yeah it's really good um no, I I I liked um, um, Roadhouse. What? Am, why? Why am I blanking on the name? Roadhouse, Roadhouse Garden. Garden. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, I I liked it. Yeah. I, it definitely had like it, it was cool to hear something because uh, Purple Rain is one of my favorite albums as well. It, it's it's cool to hear something from clearly from that era. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't like a Prince song that was made in 1993. This was mm-hmm. made during the height of Purple Rain. And that project that's his his greatest, and even though like you can you can have some quibbles of like oh this should have made the cut or it shouldn't have, but like it's just it's just a cool thing to hear yeah something from that time period. What what do you think, mm. Lindsay? Um, I actually think whenever something like this happens where they put out unreleased or expanded versions, like the other song you picked, which I'm blinking on that title, but. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Well, of the two that you picked, sorry, I'm I'm gonna go into it anyway, just Mm because it's my main point. All right, fine. Well, the other one I wanted, yeah, was uh, there's a so on the album there's Computer Blue, a four minute edit of it, and this is Mm -hmm. the first release of the full twelve minute unedited version. Yes. Which is absolutely bonkers and very very cool. I think I totally agree. Refused to listen to it, but yeah, that's true. No, I did. Yeah, you listen. To I don't. I, I don't want to hear the. T- I, I don't want to hear Computer Blue. Oh, I don't know, Twelve minutes. minutes. No, yeah. no okay. way. No thanks. Well, it was crazy, and see, I like hearing something like that instead because it's just like a looser mm-hmm. rendition of a song that people already know and love. Um, so it's cool just to hear like, oh, that's how long it actually went for, and like yeah. that's what it is, not cut down and trimmed to be like this perfect mm-hmm. song for the album. Totally. Um, so of the two you picked, that's my favorite. Yes. I Yeah. Sorry, so basically, guys. like, and the same thing is true of uh, Let's Go Crazy. They recorded, mm-hmm. I think the original version is about eight minutes, and that was released back in the 80s on a single. Yeah. Um, so the album version of Let's Go Crazy is an edited version. Um, but the full computer blue is a, like, you listen to the album version, like, it's a weird song, but it's pretty meticulously put together. Yep. Like, yeah. this 12-minute version that we've just got for the first time is just, like, insane. Like, it starts pretty much the same, and then it just completely goes off into a weird tangent where there's just this, like, pulsating, like, unstoppable beat that just keeps going while, like, random guitar licks are going. Um, the synths are, like, sound like the person playing them is possessed. Uh, <laughs> instead of lyrics, it's just, like, weird spoken words sections where Prince is, like, talking about something about, like, the sun exploding. Wow. Uh, Wendy or Lisa is mm-hmm. talking to the computer, <laughs> and she goes, poor lonely computer, you don't know the difference between love or lust, or stuff like that. Oh, wow. It's just, like... It's wild, yeah. It's very, very cool. I walked into the office, heard you saying the same thing to your MacBook <laughs> the other day. I was kind of stroking it, and, yeah. I was like, Joey, we have a As meeting. As you do every Monday morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got to start the week right. Yep. Um, anyways, though, so both of those those are my two highlights, and yeah, the um, as for Roadhouse Garden itself, it's a very like uh, it reminds me of the next album after this, which was uh, Around the World in a Day, which is kind of his Sergeant Peppery like yeah. psychedelic pastoral. That's a good point. Sort of thing. Yeah. Um, 
but let's listen to oh we should have did this well maybe we'll we'll throw the crazy computer blue on at the end of this episode but let's listen to a little bit of uh of uh roadhouse garden right now see the dog come inside it's all right it's all right this is the house where life's played All right, that was Prince uh, Roadhouse Garden from the Purple Rain Deluxe, which is absolutely incredible. Album of the year 2017 is <laughs> a recording from 1984. Wow. Um, Great. But let's let's talk about a uh, adjacent pick. So we have, what do we have from you? Oh, Vince Staples. Vince Staples. Big Fish. Yeah, so uh, Vince Staples' new album, Big Fish Theory, came out last week. And yeah, already one of my favorite albums of the year after wow. a couple of listens. Yeah, it's um, I need to dive more into it. But like, you know, it's funny because I've always Vince Staples is somebody who I've always appreciated from uh, the beginnings, but did never like from Blue Suede and, and on uh, never really fell in love with any of his albums. Obviously, um, you know, you had Summertime 06 and you, you th- there were some great singles, but I didn't love uh, his his projects like straight through and then this one came out and I was like alright this is it this is the one for me because it's like it's kind of an homage to electronic music mm-hmm. and, and like deep house and grime and mm-hmm. but with him kind of doing his thing over everything and again I, I you know it only came out a few days ago I don't want to uh, get too deep into it because I haven't gotten too deep into it but uh, yeah Big Fish I've, I've listened to which is the second track on the album I've listened to like 18 times um it's just like yeah it's just it's it's just like such a fun like driving around song uh when i'm driving around nutley new jersey of course mm-hmm. yes of course <laughs> as one hey, you just doxed do. yourself by the way yeah that's fine um <laughs> <laughs> it's true uh i i have no regrets uh yeah and um he sounds great on it but it has it has this this huge hook that kind of reminds me of like uh, of like clips and Birdman and big timers, everything from the early two thousands, and that I really appreciate. And yeah, well, what would you guys think? I really liked it too. I will say, from the album as a whole, I expected it to be a little bit more political, mm-hmm. just compared yeah, to what fair. he's done. Um, but the one song that was, what is it, Bag Back? Is that how you say? Yeah. It? Um, I think that's like the main politically driven song on the album. Yeah. So at least there was something. But Big Fish is probably my favorite track as well yeah and i like the direction i think you're a big fan of grime yeah I think that's oh totally stormzy yeah that's uh, who comes to mind but i definitely noticed that too and that's what i like about it it's it was unexpected um maybe just because i haven't been following his career so maybe it was a little yeah on the nose for him but yeah i'm a big fan yeah what would you think um i liked it i still haven't listened i mean the album came out friday my Friday was consumed with Prince, and sure. then it was Pride Weekend, That's so fair. I didn't get anything else done. You didn't blast Vince Staples <laughs> while driving Pride around. Weekend? Nutley? It was not Come played on. while no. driving around Nutley. Um, no, so I've I've not sat with the album yet. Myself. Everyone listening to this podcast is taking notes. Oh, so that that's the New Jersey town, mm. Jason Frequents. Okay. Yep, exactly. Um, Nutley Diner. If you want to really find out where oh, Jason wow. is. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, oh no, I so sorry. Wow, we got. I really started just thinking about diners for a second. That's I was okay. Like, mm. mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Vince Staples' Big Fish. I I like the song a lot. I still haven't sat with the full album. 
so I can't really speak to that. Um, but the couple songs I've heard leading up to it, I've liked. Um, I'm kind of glad to hear you say that because I liked, like, I, when the last album I like appreciated "Summertime '06," but I definitely did. Like, I feel like everyone in music journalism was just like absolutely in love with it, and I was like, "Oh, this is really good." But it wasn't. That's kind of how exactly something how I that felt. I yeah. like wanted to return to frequently. Yeah, yeah. It, it was almost like a like an admiration instead of like a like a passion for me in terms of right his, his yes stuff. but you know that and that's the thing is that it just didn't connect with me personally this this one definitely does uh the whole album is is really really fantastic and uh yeah big fish is is kind of a a good jumping off point mm-hmm. all right well let's give a little listen to let's. big fish from big fish theory from the sharks maybe want to put the hammer to my head at the park politicking with the kids trying to get him on the straight pit but the lanes mad no they hate to see me make cash but Space dash in the forum with the GPS address to your mama house. Conversation, conversations, what I'm all about. Took the smart route, never been marked out. Should have been dead broke, should have been shocked out, but it didn't happen. Now it's time to get it. All right, that was new Vince Staples. Uh, Lindsay, let's yep. talk Lindsay. about your pick. I think uh, Lindsay won the podcast this week with this pick. I think oh, so. So okay, I'll take it. Group is parcels. Song yes. is overnight. Yep. What can you tell us about this? Well. Um, about the band in general, because I feel like people are probably unfamiliar with them, as mm-hmm. I was. Um, they all have beautiful hair. That's mm, probably the biggest takeaway. So they formed in 2014, not too long ago. They're Australian, but then they moved to Berlin, which Ooh, makes like a lot of sense. the new capital of the world, basically. Totally. <laughs> and when you listen to them, they're like, I think what I was reading, like they wanted to move there because of the like deep house and techno influences, mm-hmm. and that's so clear on their music. And this song I love, it was produced by Daft Punk, who I'm a huge fan of, and that it's very obvious when yeah. you listen to it. Like, it could have almost been on Random Access Memories. Yeah, that's definitely what I thought. Which I'm fine with. Like, if you want to have Daft Punk stamp your music, that's great. Yeah. Uh, so good. It's a great song. Yeah. Um, I, I listened to it uh, when it came out last week, and yeah, it's just... Yeah, exactly. It's just it's it's totally like comfort food. It's mm-hmm. like this throwback, easy listening but danceable disco vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anytime you got that Daft Punk cosign, it's kind of like when um, you know the like back in the day when it was like you had these. Um, remember when uh, Michelle Gondry would direct a music video from just a complete mm-hmm. unknown artist, and you'd be like. Oh, who are these? I gotta check these out. Yeah. I, I kind of felt like this. With the, I was like, oh, Daft Punk produced this. This is great. I gotta yeah, check exactly. it out. Um, shout out to Michelle Gondry, who made, who made some. <laughs> He's uh, definitely listening right. Well, remember, now. like, uh, like uh, Stereogram, Walkie Talkie Man, with mm-hmm. the yarn. That was a great video. Then uh, he did. Didn't he do a Metronomy video? Anyway, I'm going down a rabbit hole. But mm-hmm. no, it's 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 cool. You have this association. And then the song is also great, and now this opens up parcels to a whole new audience. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree with what you're saying. You know, the whole, like, disco funk thing is certainly up my alley. It's something mm-hmm. I'm never going to be mad at listening to. Um, it must just be crazy, though, for this ba- I mean, I don't know their history, but, like, like you're a new-ish band, and then, like, Daft Punk is like, oh, we'll produce you. Like, yeah. that must be just astonishing. Um, but But, yeah, and it's also just so weird, like, I mean, Daft Punk always had this vibe, but, like, that they've just become the, like, torchbearers for, like, you know, they're, like, French DJs, and now mm-hmm. they're torchbearers for a very, like, American, like, music genre, like, late 70s New York funk disco. 
Um, it's just like so odd to me. You yeah. know what makes me a little bit sad? Thinking what? Of, um, mm-hmm. Somebody, uh, I, I read something about this song that was like, why couldn't Daft Punk had made this song for Phoenix? And I was just like, what? Uh, <laughs> I do, I, I kind of feel that way. I feel like this could have fit in on the, as the uh, first single on the new Phoenix record. Lindsay's not feeling that take. Uh, Too hot of a take. <laughs> scorching say. yes <laughs> i'm not super into phoenix honestly I'm wow just, like uh, those singles that were you know like listomania yes, exactly. like, those were great but it's just they're not a band i love wow, wow. yeah Sorry. I'm, I'm happy for parcels in this situation wow. yeah i don't know what to say but you uh, just jason you just want the rich to keep getting richer yeah and the poor, like parcels to stay poorer the prince I find that and the disgusting. parcels yeah <laughs> The Prince and the Parcels. That's the name of this podcast yeah. episode. Incredible. That should be the name of their album. Yeah. Um, oh, man, that's good. All right. Um, let's listen to it. So it's Parcels. This song is called Overnight, and it's produced by Daft Punk, and it's a great Lindsay pick. The moment I was wishing It's overnight The minute I was thinking To hold you back The moment I was wishing It's overnight All right, that was Parcels. Um, let's do the uh, Jason pick. What? I'm still mad at you guys for <laughs> Wait, Phoenix He's aggressively Phoenix shaking slander. his head. <laughs> Phoenix is way better than you guys are giving credit for. But anyway, let's move on. Right. Um, yeah, so the, the last one we're going to talk about is uh, the song Nothing by Verite. Oh, Verite, yeah. So Verite is, uh, you know, I, I think really one of the most slept on uh kind of alt pop singer songwriters out there she finally just released her debut album after putting out a, a handful of eps and um you know the, the whole album is just really solid and really consistent she she's never really had that breakout hit but i feel like nothing is is kind of emblematic of, of her strengths it's just it's very beautiful like she sounds excellent on it uh she has something interesting to say on it, it it's just like yeah, I always feel like she, like she has not had her breakout moment yet, but I'm I'm really happy that she finally has an album out, and I, I think there are just a, a lot of really, I, I don't know, there there are just so, some really uh, powerful moments on it, and I don't know what what you guys think listening to this and listening to I don't know if you listen to any of the album in general, uh, but it's it's great. I like it a lot. I didn't listen to the full album yet. I thought about choosing this song too because I really did Ooh. like it. But wow. glad I didn't because I chose the uh, better. The yeah. Song, wow. But, um I think she was in our office last week. She was, yeah. And I was walking by, I was really unfamiliar, I didn't know who it was, and her voice was incredible. Yeah. So that sort of like drew me in and then to hear it sound just as great on the album was really nice. Um and I think this song's a good example of that. Yeah. Um I was blanking on the name of the single, but Phase Me Out, which which came out at the very top of the year, uh, is included on, on her album. It's really great, too. But, yeah, I, I like Nothing. And um, what would you think, Joe? I li- yeah, I liked I also was not familiar with her. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it made me curious to listen to the rest of the album. You know, it's not like one of those songs where it's, like, immediately stuck in your head. But I think the mm-hmm. voice is, is pretty incredible. And yeah. the delivery is very controlled and interesting so i would be interested to hear more and that's cool to hear that she can sing that she can do the same thing live i missed that yeah Yeah. she was really great she's yeah she's great live um fun fact about her so i met uh kelsey who 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 uh is the singer of verite 
um, a few years ago, and uh, she had just left her job at the Applebee's in Times Square. <laughs> wow! Imagine Look working at, her at the now. Applebee's. I actually, in Times I worked Square. at the Starbucks in Times Square. Did you really? For a year. No what? way! Yeah. Which year? Uh, 2008 to 2009. I feel like I was. Do you in... have photos? I Do mean, have photos. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Probably. I, totally, I, I need totally... to see one. Yeah, come um, on. It was. I mean, it was fine. It's like anything, you know. I liked the people I worked with, but yeah, it was very busy. So that was a nightmare yeah, on occasion. Sounds... It was not fun to do hungover. Why'd uh, you Why'd you go to Times Square? It was just where I could get a job. I needed wow. a job, Oof. so, and that's where I got it. So, uh, it was It was interesting. Did I eat the the leftover food? You bet I did. Oh yeah, that I was would one expect of no less. Mm-hmm. I also worked at a, a Starbucks. I actually, well, it was a Barnes and Noble Cafe, which served uh, Starbucks. Yes. Oh, that's significantly nicer. <laughs> it's very yeah. nice, actually, because yeah, it was like a, it was like a Starbucks, but mm-hmm. never really that busy. Everybody's chill, got their books. Yeah. Um. Anyway, sorry that you had to work in Times Square, though. That's crazy. Uh, you know, it was an interesting experience. Whatever. It probably is. I, I maybe I served you coffee. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe I did because maybe you did because I've been, I was like interning at that point in the city. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. And I think I might have served Lindsay, but you were I don't even know if you were born yet. Yeah. No, I wasn't. I don't think so. 2008 I was probably. Far too not. young to be drinking coffee even yeah, if I was. Yeah, absolutely. But. 2008. Yeah, you were probably yeah, like your mom came in in a stroller. And <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> the good old days. Um, all right. Well, let's listen to Verite uh, Nothing, and it's from her album uh, Somewhere in Between. There's nothing I could say. There's nothing I could Right, that was Verite. Um, and uh, instead of the usual <laughs> outro music, we're going to play some of the lengthy version of Computer Blue. What's our usual outro? Be music? cool. You don't listen to the full podcast? Come I don't on. think I do. I it's, think I um, usually. I think <laughs> what I usually do is like when it wraps up, then I'm like, okay. No, you just flip through off. all your parts. Right. <laughs> you just hear yourself speak. <laughs> you have your wife splice together just your voice, and then you listen to it while you go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Do you want to hear the whole podcast? No, just my parts, <laughs> just the great. me parts." <laughs> Um, no, the outro is The Smiths' How Soon Is Now. Oh, I never knew that. And I... <laughs> I think I probably knew that at yeah, some point. probably knew that at some point. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, and I don't know, what, what's next week? Oh, well, there's a new Jay-Z album. Oh, so for right. everyone who is a Sprint uh, subscriber, or however that works, a title subscriber and a Sprint <laughs> carrier, what do you call that? Sure. I don't know. Customer. I have to figure out how I'm going to listen customer. to this album. Should we do uh, mid-year picks? Next, yeah, next maybe week. not next week. We gotta talk about the Jay Z next week. Well, we could do both. We we'll could just see. do like a little. We'll see. Yeah, wow. we should. Do, we should do mid year. Did we do something it. like that already? Though did we do quarter picks? We did. I think we did that. Yeah. yeah. Seems like it's time for the half. It, it might be time. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm ready. Okay. Um. Anyways, thank you for listening. Uh, we're gonna. <laughs> Uh, See us, catch us in Times Square. <laughs> catch us in Times Square. Either Applebee's <laughs> or Starbucks or love it. Uh, TGIF. Who knows? All right. Anyways, thank you for listening. Uh, if you have song of the summer recommendations, you know what you've been enjoying, please tweet it at yeah. us. Uh, us or just you know anything. So anything at all. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Oh, lovely computer. 